Welcome to this live podcast with, it's called Kingdom Moment with Reverend Henry Falcone. It's a blessing to be with you tonight. And I usually do these recordings uh, not live, but tonight I felt the Holy Spirit say to do it live. And I realize it's short notice, so I don't know who will be able to get on and who's not going to be able to get on. But for those of you that might be available tonight, uh, I felt like the Lord said do it live. So I'm going to follow his instructions, directions, and do this as a live podcast. Now, these podcasts I've been sharing have been on intimacy with God and about spending time and developing a deep abiding relationship with the Lord and some things that are necessary to be able to do that. So that's what I'll be sharing with you with tonight. Praise God. Hopefully I am broadcasting. Let's see if I'm broadcasting. If not, I'm going to have to start all over again. Let's see. It doesn't seem like I'm broadcasting. Am I broadcasting? Let's see. I don't think so. I don't see it. I'm not seeing the broadcast. Let's see. I don't think I'm on Facebook yet. Okay. So what I'm going to have to do is get off and get back on. I will be right back, folks. And I will, let me just double check and make sure this is before I disconnect. That is this problem. Okay. All right. I'm going to disconnect and I'll be right back. So um, I'm, I don't... Is anybody watching? Are you are you watching on YouTube or Facebook, everybody? Because I can't, I don't see Facebook working. And for that to happen, am I on Facebook? Oh, I am? Okay, great. Wonderful. Yay. I don't have to. Great. I am on. Well, praise God. Can you all hear me okay? Praise God. I'm using a new microphone that my, my daughter, Courtney, my baby daughter, uh, got me and her husband. They said, Dad, you need a, a decent microphone when you broadcast. So that was really nice of them to do that. Praise God. Well, good. I am on. Amen. It's so good. Hello, Bonnie Lynn and Sister Patricia. I'm sorry I, di I dialed you by accident. You know, I did send you a, uh, a, a message before that. So I think it might have hit it by accident. But praise God. Glad you could be here. Amen. Oh, good. It's coming in clear. <laughs> coming in clear. Awesome. 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 Praise God. Just a couple of quick updates for everybody. Um, over the last uh, week, I really have been set apart for the Lord for the Divine Convergence that's coming up on April 7th through the 9th here in Navarre. And God has been giving me music beyond anything I have played before. And I really felt he said, this is a Divine Convergence series of music he's giving me. And there's four of them. And I posted them on my Facebook page. They're also on our YouTube, some this Henry Falcone page. And these are longer. Some of them are longer. They're like 30, 40 minutes. I've never recorded that long before in music. You know, so I felt like they were extended. And I'm telling you, I, I mean, it's, it's, it, it is in another realm. So if you have not gotten, gotten a chance to, hello, Carolyn, God bless you, sister. If you haven't gotten a chance to, um, to listen to them, um, there's one, I'll tell you, all of them are, you know, uh, to me, uh, I'm going to, uh, the experience of God and his presence was just overwhelming. That's all I can tell you. And it started with, uh, you know, Revelation chapter, uh, I was seeing the king coming, you know, on his white horse. That was the first one. The king is coming. And then after that, there was, the next one was about um, uh, the glory room, entering the glory room. And the one after that was perfect love, which is so, all of these are so intimate and personal. And yesterday was about, I had an open vision while I was praying of Revelation chapter 4, one with the door standing open in heaven. 
These are absolutely glory realm releasing prophetic apostolic songs. So I, I just really, from the spirit of prophecy, I pray that you get a chance to listen to them. And, um, you know, because and you, you know, as you wait in the presence of the Lord, you can put them in the background and let the Lord lift you up because each one has a specific, specific intention. Amen. So I hope you get a chance to go to YouTube. It's, it's on our YouTube channel. So I'm Henry Falcone. If you didn't uh, subscribe to it, please subscribe to our channel and hit the like button and share them with people, please, because they're a blessing, tremendous blessing. I also posted a recent word about the love of God on my Facebook page. It's also on our website on the word of the day. If you're ever looking for, like, I post them on, on Facebook, but you know how Facebook always scrolls. If you want to see the collection of them on our website at www.flameofire2007.org, all the words of the day for the last few years are recorded on there. So if you just go to the word of the day, you'll see it. The current one's always the first and you can go back and hear the prophetic words that God has been speaking to me. And, you know, so they're all on there. So praise God. Well, I hope you've been praying for us. We're praying for you. I've been praying for you every day, you know, in my alone time with the Lord, been lifting you. As I pray for my family, I'm praying for your family. As I pray for my my spouse, I'm praying for yours. As I'm praying for your my children, I'm praying for your children and vice versa, you know, and I know you're praying for us too. And I really appreciate that. But I've been praying diligently for you, you know, and, and lifting you into that presence of the Lord. And I am believing God for such miracles for your life, transformation for your life. Because we are in a season of great change, beloved, a tremendous change, a season of change. And I'm telling you, I'm, I I feel like I like when I first got saved, I'm falling in love with him over and over. We used to sing that song, I keep falling in love with him over and over. And how many of you remember that song? Over and over again, I keep falling in love with him over and over and over and over again. It gets sweeter and sweeter as the days go by. Oh, what a love between the Lord and I. I keep falling in love with him over and over and over and over again. That's what it's like. And I was just going to post something a little while ago about, you know, you know, when when is the last time you experienced the love of God personally? Him overwhelming you with his love. He is so pouring out his love. And intimacy and all these music that God's given me are very intimate and very personal. And I think that's exactly what's going to happen at this divine convergence in April 7th through the 9th is that we're going to be able to, um, that it's going to be that intimate and personal with the Lord than corporately. Now, people have asked me, am I going to be able to broadcast it? I don't think so because of the upload speed in there, but I'm going to try to record them, you know, and um, I'll keep you posted uh, on what we're going to do. So, a lot of it is going to be, uh, you know, a lot of it is not necessarily broadcast material because it's going to be people being alone with the Lord, which you could certainly watch people being alone with the Lord. But um, but I'm not sure how well that carries on to a to a video. It might, might not. I'm not sure yet, but I will definitely try to record them and I'm going to try to do them in our blocks. And that way, if we need to post them, we can post them. The ones that might be really later on. So I think that's probably the best we're going to be able to do for that. But how's everybody doing? Are you all doing well, I hope? Hey, obviously you can't answer me back, but I pray you are. And uh, please remember, if, if there's anything we can pray for you or serve you with, you know, you have my my messenger, you have my Facebook. Our website has our phone and all that. So if you need us for anything, we are always here for you. And we love you. Amen. Praise God. We're going to try to tape it anyways, uh, Katie. I sure hope we can. And uh, I think we can at least record them. Uh, you know, I, I don't broadcast. I'm not sure. 
but especially those of you that have been followers and, you know, and, you know, as far as following the broadcast and our teachings, and we've built a relationship with you, I will send you a personal email on what we're going to be able to do shortly as we get closer. So, you know, um, I will, Reverend Lynn or I will definitely be in contact with you. Amen. Praise God. I'm going to have to turn on that light. Okay. Hopefully that's not too bright. I can try to turn it away because I've got to be able to see my Bible here. Amen. Praise the Lord. God is good. Amen. Tonight, I, I want to share with you, um, this is the most intimate season with the Lord. This is a time where we really, really, really have to grow in our in-love relationship with him. Um, I know that there are many that want to be busy working for the Lord. But I think the most important thing at this moment is to be busy with the Lord, to be busy with him, getting to know him, experience him as the king of glory. And from that realm that he's, he's now revealing himself to us as, I think it's very important that we're able to do that. I know the work will flow out of that relationship. Out of your belly shall flow what rivers of living waters. So I know it's going to flow out of that relationship with the Lord. This is a podcast. I'm going to go about 30 minutes or so somewhere because they're not they're not too long, 30, 30, 30, somewhere around that time where I'm just going to share a, a truth with you tonight. And I felt like the Lord said to do it live. So that's why I'm doing it live. And one of the one of, I want to share with you a threefold prayer that's found in the book, book of Song of Solomon, which is a prayer of desire. And it's one that I used and I still use to this day, you know, that I learned from my spiritual father, Wade Taylor. And it's, 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 it's a prayer of the Shulamite bride towards the Lord. I love the Song of Solomon and I, I've studied it. And uh, Wade Taylor has written a tremendously great book on this particular. Uh, he actually had an encounter with the Lord for hours and God opened up this book to him. I personally revealed it to him. And uh, he wrote several, he wrote three books, but the first one is called The Secret of the Stairs. If you have not read it, you can find it on on, on WadeTaylor.org website. I would encourage you, if you've not read that book, you need to read it. It is one of the, it transformed my life. I was, I was coming, I was just, they just took our credentials away from us at the church because I was passionate after the Lord. I was running after God. And they said, you can't have your services beyond two, two hours. You can't sing prophetically. You can't do any of those things. And, and so we decided to leave. They took the credentials and when I, I was kind of lost for a while looking for where do I belong, Lord? And I met Brother Taylor. And when I found 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 him and found what God had done in his life, I, I listened to him preach. And then I looked, I got I got all his books and tapes. And I, I think I ate them all for the last and I still eat them 20 something years later, almost 30 years later. That book is that book was a godsend to me because it helped me understand what what the Lord was doing in my life, that I wasn't really nuts passionately running after the Lord. Are you in love with the Lord today more than yesterday? I wonder how Christians would answer that today. If we were to go to church this morning and ask people, do you, are you really in love with the Lord or you just love the Lord? He has a lot of people that love him, but there aren't many that are in love with him, that they're passionate, burning for him. It's easy to get out of love, out of that in love relationship by by life, by situations, by circumstances, by um, working for the Lord. And that first love is the very thing he corrects in the church of Ephesus in Revelation chapter two. He goes, I know your works, they're more numerous than they were at the beginning, but I have this one charge against you. You've deserted me, the love that you have 
for me at first, your first love. Repent from the heights and recognize the heights from where you've fallen. So it's a big deal with God, you know, him being our first love. In one of the songs I was singing, I was singing this. I probably sang this first chapter of, of Song of Solomon in my own words, you know. Um, and in one part, um, I forgot which one it was. I think it was Perfect Love. I think that one, if you haven't heard that yet, please listen to the new videos, the worship videos. Please, if you haven't listened to them. I've tried to send them out to everybody. I didn't send out the last, the newest one that I got yesterday, which is called, uh, you know, uh, The Doorway. It, it, it is the sounds God's giving me, the music he's giving me is incredible. And where's that coming from? It's coming from that passionate heart of his. He is passionate for you. He is passionately in love with you. And we know Jesus loves us. We can even sing the song. Yes, Jesus loves me. The Bible tells me so. But you know what? He wants to tell you so personally. This is the season of the bride and the bridegroom manifesting together. The moment where the bride is coming out of her wilderness, out of the wilderness, leaning upon her beloved. And what I want to share with you, and I started this, and I wanted to really gear this towards the millennial generation, but it's towards everyone about how do you really find God? You know, how do I really get to know him? How do I practice his presence, so to speak? Not that you can practice it, but how do I find him? You remember in Proverbs 8, those of you who have watched the broadcast, you all know this. You probably you should have it memorized now, Lynn and Katie and, 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 and Patricia and everyone, right? Uh, Proverbs 8, 17, I love them. The Lord says, I love them that love me. And those who seek me early and diligently, they shall, they shall find me. And verse 21 says, and, and to those that I love, I cause them to inherit riches and I fill their treasuries. That's a beautiful promise of the Lord. But for the Lord to come, for the Lord to come and meet with you, for you to experience that love, there is a way of approaching him. I call it the protocol of approach. I don't come with the Lord with a list of prayers. As a matter of fact, the, as I'm getting prepared for this, this convergence, I can't even pray request. I lay them at the feet of the Lord before I get started. And I'm just saying, Lord, it's your heart I want. You already know the needs of your people. I have them written out, Lord. I lay them before you. Whatever you desire, if you have me to pray for them, I'll pray for them, Lord. But if you lead me in a direction of just loving you and being with you or whatever else is on your heart, I know that you will and you have answered these prayers because they've been made, made to you, Lord. And you said in your word that my heavenly father knows what we need before we even ask. So I thank you, Lord, for, for those needs being met. And it helps me be free from guilty. Like, oh, you didn't pray for this person. You didn't pray for that person. Yes, I did. I laid it before. I laid them before the Lord. I laid all the requests before the Lord. I laid them at the feet of the Lord. And I'm trusting the Holy Spirit to guide me what he wants me to pray. And there's times where I'll just start worshiping him and he'll say, start writing your prayers. And I started writing prayers. And then all of a sudden, specific people will be coming to me and I'll be praying for them. And then the Lord will say, stop now, write to them, give them a word right here. I did that a lot this week. And every single one of the words that God had given me, people said, that's exactly what I needed. You have no idea. It's exactly what I'm going through. See, that's, 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 uh, uh, Isaiah 50 verse four, the Lord God giving me the tongue and the learned that I might know how to speak a word in season to them that are weary. Now, what I want to share with you is from Song of Solomon chapter one. And I love this book and it, cause it says the, the Song of Solomon, it says, let him kiss me with the kisses of my mouth. 
of his mouth. For your love is better than wine. In the odor, verse three, in the odor of your ointments is fragrant and your name is like perfume poured out. Therefore, do the maidens love you? I was singing that the other day. I, I was even saying your name is better than wine, but it's actually better than yet. Uh, your love is better than wine, but that's that God is love. That is his name. Listen to these words. Let me, let me kiss him with the kisses of my mouth. That's a lovesick heart. I think that's what's happening right now. I think many of you are being awakened to fall in love with the Lord in a deeper and more precious way. A deeper and more precious way. And I don't know about you, but I, I, I'm getting lovesick, you know, and I want that lovesickness to increase. I want that lovesickness for him to increase. Because as it is, what as the more and more in love with him, the more and more we come out of the world, the more and more we come out of the things, the more and more God's able to work in us and separate us onto himself. And as a guy, this is really difficult for me because I don't think, girl, you ladies, this is easier for you. But for us men, that's why there's not a lot of men that are, are that I know that are really passionately after the Lord. There are there are some, but most of the, you know, and they passionately in love with the Lord, like David was in love with the Lord, but they're few. Most of them are passionate about working for the Lord. They're not so much passionate for the Lord himself, you know? And I guess for me, every day I'm alive on this planet, I'm on borrowed time. I should be dead. And probably many of you could probably say the same thing as well. You know how God rescued you and maybe intervened in, into your life. But she cries out, a, a, let, let, let him kiss me. I want to know his kisses. That's personal. And if you're watching this for the first time and you're a, a millennial or a young person or an older person, this is the call of the bride. Jesus is coming back for a bride without spot, without blemish and without wrinkle. And one thing, think about it for a moment. I have three daughters, okay? And um, I have to say that in some cases, like with my oldest daughter, her the, the first one that she got married to, he was not passionately in love with her. He Maybe the idea of her, but I knew it. And matter of fact, going down the aisle, I said, you don't have to do this, you know. She goes, but dad, she was young. I, Dad, I love him. And I knew that it was it was more human love. And it, the marriage didn't last very long. However, I got a beautiful, gorgeous, fantastic granddaughter out of the deal. <laughs> and actually, their breakup was not good in the beginning. Um, but over the years, God really healed it. And I love him because he does love that. He does love the Lord now. You know, I don't know if he walks with the Lord, but, you know, I, I still love the guy, you know, but. Um, but God get, said, I'm going to give you a Boaz. And it took several years uh, for God to bring her, her Boaz. But when, when, when her present husband, Luke, found her, you could tell he was lovesick. And you could tell she was lovesick. And I know what lovesick is because I was lovesick with Donna, you know, and I was. When God opened my eyes, I wasn't even safe to her. You know, I was lovesick. That was it. I ate, slept, drank her 
You know, I used to write her name on, on everything and, you know, and just uh, always, you know, I left, I, I think most of you heard my testimony, but I was in college. I would, I would go to, I get up, I get up in the morning, go to my classes, go work the after, afternoon shift at Friendly's in Rhode Island from three to seven, then drive an hour to, to where she worked, stay there, watch her close a restaurant, talk to her till three o'clock in the morning, and then try to get up and go to school. That didn't work very well, but I was lovesick. I had to be with her. I had to see her. And I also had to fend off all the other guys that wanted her. <laughs> but no, truth, truth, truthfully, I was lovesick. And I, that is the only way I can describe it because my mind was consumed with her. My thoughts were consumed with her. And the only thing I want to do is marry this girl. And I'm glad God taught me that because later on when it came to, when I had to learn how to be a real husband of the Lord, I had to realize that that's how Jesus loves me. And I'll never forget what he said to me. He says, if you want to be a, a husband, a good husband, you're going to have to learn how to be a good bride. You're going to have to let me love you. What a word. You're going to have to let me love you. How many of you men are watching this today that really allow the Lord to love them? How many ladies out there today are allowing the Lord to love him, to wait long enough in his presence, to wait for him? to experience his love. Do you believe that he will do it? Do you believe that he'll come with such a presence and fill you and overwhelm you? Because I've been overwhelmed by that love and I'm still overwhelmed by that love. That's why I'm still loving him and following him because he has an overloving love. And when that overloving love is filling you, you begin to desire that person that you love. And that's exactly what it says in Song of Solomon, chapter, uh, chapter one, verse two, and let him kiss me. See, she's desiring and let him kiss me. She wants to be kissed by him. But because what is a kiss? Every kiss begins with K, right? <laughs> but um, what, what is that? It's an embrace. It's, it's a touching. It's an embrace of your lips together where you're physically contacting each other. And in that contact, there is a love given in that kiss. Kissing represents a love exchange. It's the beginning of the full love exchange that eventually will come between a man and a wife. But she wants to know the beginning stages and let him kiss me. You know, I, I, I've heard a lot of preachers say, you should not preach that or whatever. You know, but what is this tasting, you know, speak against it. And they should never speak against the word of God. In my estimation, it says, let him kiss me with the kisses of his mouth. Then she realizes that he's there for your love is better than wine. Do you see her heart? Your love is better than wine. The finest wine. I want to know your kisses and I want to know your love because it's better than wine. And you know what wine does? It can stimulate you, right? It can get you, you know, to drop your guard. You can be real. And that's what she's saying. I want to know your love in such a way that I can be real. How many young people need to know that they can go to our God and be real with him, that he absolutely loves them and he wants to reveal that love to them. And they are looking for love in all the wrong places, in women and sex and lust and drugs, alcohol, you name it, power, position. You know, the world is looking for love in all the wrong places when love is a person. God is love. Jesus Christ is the manifestation of the Lord. He's our bridegroom and he's coming to marry his bride. And, and Revelation 19, 7 says, the bride has made herself ready. Amen. And the odor of your ointments is fragrant. I know my wife, my wife wears Mademoiselle. 
by Coco. You know, um, she not by Coco, I forgot who it's by. Chanel, Chanel, Mademoiselle. That's her signature fragrance. Okay. She has another one that that, that I got her. She she uses that once in a while, but I can I know her smell. I mean, I you know, sometimes she'd leave her sweater in my car and I could still smell her. And most people know mine because I I have a I, I wear one cologne and one only. And it's from Abercrombie. It's fierce. You know, I just love the smell. And I get so many compliments on it. I said, they, I love your cologne. See, that's that's what she's saying here. It says your ointments, the odor of your ointments is fragrant. In other words, I love, I want to taste the kisses of your lips. I want to know your love that's better than wine. You carry a fragrance of love about you that just draws me to you. You see, that's our Lord. I know people don't see Jesus like that. We don't see him as a lover of our soul. We don't see him as our bridegroom. We don't know that the immense quality of love that God has bestowed on us and wants to fill us with. This is the season where God wants to fill us with his pure, holy love that we would know it, the height, the breadth, the width, the length of it. It's a time of coming alone with the Lord. That's why I can't wait for the convergence because we're going to have a time just to be alone individually, but together with the Lord in that love, soaking in that love, dwelling in that love, set apart just to be with him, to hear his voice, to know his desires, to be with him, to, to serve him, you know, and, and minister to him. And she says those words, she's lovesick. This is a lovesick heart. I want to share with you tonight, if you would ask the Lord to increase in you your ability to love him and that you want to have a lovesick heart for him, he will give it to you. He will increase your capacity to receive his love, walk in his love, live in his love, but you got to ask him for it. And how do you do that? Well, one of the things I've shared with you before, in your alone time, you wait. I don't bring the Lord a list of things when I come to be alone with him. I just come to be with him. Sometimes I'll lift up my hands like this or I'll just wait in my chair and I'll be still and I'm waiting for his lifting presence. I'm waiting for his presence. It's like I shut the door. Like if you're in my office right now, you see the door shut. It's like I'm waiting for him to come in. I'm expecting him to walk through that door. And when he walks through that door, he comes with his presence. And in that presence, you know, when you begin to feel that presence, that's when you pour your love upon him. Lord, I love you because that's what he's waiting for. He's waiting for you. He's waiting for you to respond to him. I'm going to share with you a lot from the Song of Solomon in these podcasts. I really felt like the Lord wants me to share in the, uh, on the Song of Solomon. So if you get a chance, keep listening to the podcast. I'll put them out as the Lord leads me to. But out of that intensity, notice she says, I want to know the kisses of your lips. I'm waiting for you to enter in. I know you're here. She's longing to be with him. She's longing to be one with him. She's longing to know him intimately and personally. And that, beloved, is what the Lord is waiting for. That is what the Lord is seeking. He's seeking those. He goes, I love them that love me. Proverbs 8, 17, I love them that love me. See, that's what I'm talking about. It really means I, I'm in love with those that are in love with me. He loves everyone, but there is a special place that he makes for those that are in love with him. Not that they're better than anybody else, but they have responded to him differently. They want him. They don't want his blessings. They don't want just his hand. They don't want just healing, miracles, power, all the things that you hear everybody praying for. 
there comes a point where we must want the Lord for the Lord, desire the Lord for the Lord, the desire to be with him just because he's worth being with, just because he's worth loving, just because he's worth knowing. Those are the ones the father's seeking. Those are the ones the father's seeking. To, that's the bride that the father's seeking. That when 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 that marriage is complete between Jesus and his bride, he knows that he's giving his son to a bride that's absolutely in love with him. Why would you have your son marry someone that's not in love with you? That's why the whole church. I know people preach that they believe the whole church is going to be the bride. They are not. The bride is chosen by the Lord out of the daughters of Jerusalem. That's what this whole Song of Solomon is about. It's the Lord choosing his bride out of the church, a people within a people, a people who are passionately in love with him, that want him. Not just his hand, not just his power, not just authority. That's what, as men, that's what we look for. We want power, authority, we want miracles, signs, and wonders. Yes, all of that comes with the in love relationship. But it, but but you can have those things without the in love relationship as well. I don't want that. Mm -mm. I want the in love relationship with the Lord. Passionately in love with Him. And so she begins to pray this three part prayer. There's three parts to this prayer that I'm going to share with you tonight, and it's found in Song of Solomon, chapter four. I'm going to ask you to take thirty minutes of time, and just read. Quietly and slowly, come sit in the presence of the Lord and read these first three scriptures slowly, a sentence at a time, and wait and ask the Lord to come. Ask him to come and lift you up. Ask him to take you up. Ask him to lift you up on eagle's wings into the depth of his heart, to a deeper place where you would experience him and know him and know that love. Ask him to do it and he'll do it for you. He will, beloved. He'll do it. And, and when you feel his presence, that's when you begin this prayer. And notice the first two words are draw me, draw me. When you say that to the Lord, you are giving the Lord position to take you out of the natural up into the spirit. You're giving him permission to intervene in your life, to draw you towards him. You're giving him permission because you're asking, draw me, Lord, I want to come near you. See, that's what he's looking for. He's looking for those that ask him to draw near. He's seeking those that are seeking him. He's a rewarder of what? Them that what? Diligently seek him. He's seeking those that are seeking him. He loves everyone, but he's seeking those that are seeking after him, running after him, desiring him. And so start in your alone time and say, draw me, draw me, Lord, and just wait there. Wait there. Lift your hands like this quietly and go, draw me, Lord, draw me. And then be still. Don't say another word. If you wait long enough, you're going to feel a lifting presence. You're going to begin to feel him. He's going to begin to manifest himself to you. How are you going to, how do you know that? Because the room, your awareness of him will increase. Your, your, your awareness of where you are decreases. Your awareness of what you're doing decreases and you become aware of the Lord. It's like now you're looking at him and he's looking at you. And when you can see each other's eye to eye, that's when he's going to take you up even higher. And see, that's her first prayer after she says, let me taste the kisses of your lips. You know, your name is better than wine, right? Your love is better than wine and your name is like a sweet ointment. And then she says, draw me. That's the first part of the prayer. Draw me. Stay there. 
And when you feel his presence, just let him know how much you love him. Say, I love you, Lord. I so appreciate you. Draw me. Draw me, Lord. As if you're standing right in front of his face, because that's exactly what you're saying. Draw me. What you're really saying is, Lord, take my hand. Take me. Take me closer to you. Bring me up to where you are. I want to see you. I want to know you. Does this make sense to anybody? Are you getting this with me? You're all still on with me tonight. Praise God. Then there's step two. I'm going to cover just this, and that's that's what I'm going to cover today with you. As the Lord lifts you up, okay, as you begin to feel his presence, that's when you pour your love on him and you wait. Don't say too many words. You got to experience that love. He just wants to love you. It's like he wants to take you in his arms like this and just hold you without saying anything. He just wants you to know that you're loved. There's a knowing that you're loved beyond words with the Lord. There's a, there's a knowing that you're loved beyond memorizing a scripture. There's a knowing that you're loved by love himself. There's an inner witnessing of that love within your spirit. He fills you. He fills your being. He fills your heart, your soul, your mind, and strength. And you see, when you're doing this, you know what the, what the first commandment is? You're to love the Lord thy God with all your heart, with all your mind, your soul, and your strength. This is what she's doing. She's loving the Lord with all her heart, soul, mind, and strength. That's why she's crying out, draw me. She's lovesick. Are you lovesick tonight? Are you lovesick for the Lord? Draw me, Lord. And then she says the second part of that prayer, we will run after you. What is that? Who's the we? It's only her and the Lord. There's no other we there. So what is the we? The we represents all of her being, the totality of her being, her body, soul, and spirit. We, all of me, Lord, we will run after you. What does that mean? Wherever you go, I'll go. Like Naomi said to Ruth, for your God is my God and you know your people are my people. We will run after you. Boy, that is such an important part of our desire for the Lord. Because now not only are we saying, I want to taste your kisses. I want to, your, your, your love is better than wine. Your name is like a, a beautiful uh, cologne. And I want to draw near to you. But now every fiber in me wants to run after you so that I'm with you everywhere you are. Everywhere you go, we're together. We will run after you. When the Lord hears that from somebody with sincerity, when the Lord sees a heart that's burning on fire in love with him and he hears those words, draw me, we will run after you. God moves heaven and earth out of the way. I'm telling you, every obstacle, everything that's going on in your life, God burns up because when he finds that prayer of desire, when he finds that heart that's passionately in love with him, he begins to move everything out of the way, change everything around you so that you and him can be together. Because his desire is for you to run with him. He wants you to be where he is. Matter of fact, he told us, I'm going to go and I'm going to go away for a while. I'm going to prepare a place for you. Then I'm going to come back. And when I come back, I'm going to take you so that where I am, you shall also be. I sang that in one of the songs. We will run after you. That's the totality of your being. The draw me is that, that, that saying, Lord, I, I, draw me means I want to be with you. I want to see you. I want to know you. We will run after you. I want to run. I want to be everywhere you are. I never want to be apart from you. I never want to be separated from you. And if you live, listen to that song, Perfect Love, you're going to hear. I, I'm telling you, I, I just started singing surrounding. That's the only word I got, surrounding, surrounding. And then 
And then the, after about five minutes, I kept hearing never apart, never apart, never, 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 never apart. You got to hear the song. This, that song that, 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 that go on to YouTube tonight and listen to it. Maybe you played in the background. That song, Perfect Love is this, is the very heart of these scriptures. I'll ne never, 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 never apart. I'll never leave you, forsake you. Nothing can separate you from the love of God, of Christ, love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. Draw me. We will, my body, soul, and spirit, we will run after you. And then the final part of this prayer, I'll expound it more next time. But the final part of that prayer is, is, is so powerful because it says, the king brings me into his chambers. Another rendition, I think it's the newest American standard. It says, oh, king, bring me into your chambers. The chambers is the bedroom. The chamber room is the most intimate place with the Lord. Look at what her desire is as a bride. Draw me. I want to know you. I want to be with you. I want to run with you wherever you go. And please bring me to where you live. I want to be with you. I want to be in your very chambers, intimate with you. That's why this is so beautiful. Because it's a, this is a prayer of desire. This simple prayer will change and revolutionize your life. The Lord will birth this within you. The Lord will change you by praying this simple prayer one step at a time. Let the Lord draw you. When you feel him drawing you, then you can say, oh, oh, we will run after you. Lord, all that I am, my body, my soul, my spirit, all that I have, all that I ever will be is yours. I love you so much, Lord. I want to be with you so much. When he sees that sincerity of your heart, his, his presence will increase and he'll lift you up into a higher realm of his presence, a higher realm of his person. And you'll begin to see and you'll begin to hear and you'll begin to receive him in ways you've never known or ever experienced before. It will become so personal because now you got his personal attention. You got his approbation. You got his favor upon you. Approbation is the favor of the Lord, which means God is dealing with you as if you were the only person upon the earth. And when he sees that you're going to run after him, then she prays, oh, King, bring me into your chambers. Bring me into the most intimate place of being with you in your chambers. That's a place where God reveals his secrets and his mysteries, where he can trust you, where he can work in you, where he can whisper in your ear, where he can share his thoughts, his plans, and his deepest desires that go beyond words, go beyond. It, it, it's an experience of his love that's beyond words. It's, about, it's beyond feelings. It's a oneness with the Lord a complete oneness. And that's the day we're in right now of, of that oneness with the Lord to be filled with that pure, holy love, because he's going to fill you in those chambers with his love. And you know what that love's going to do? It's going to break down every wall, every hurt, every wound, everything inside of you. That love is going to melt everything and it's going to burn up everything in your life until the only thing left is burning passion for him, a deeper passion. How many of you want that? A deeper love, a deeper passion with him. This is the protocol of approach. The prayer of desire. Bring me into your chambers, God. And that's where, if he will, you'll begin to see what eye has not seen. You'll begin to hear what ear has not heard. You'll begin to understand that which is not even entered to the heart of men because now you're in that place of union and communion as one with the Lord. And as you learn to, as, as we learn to stay in that place, we begin to enter into that glory realm. 
And then God, there's a desire. I never want to leave this place. I want to never leave you, Lord. I never want to not see you like this. I never want to, I never want to go back to where I was. I don't want to see people the way that I saw people. I don't want to go back to where I was, the way I was, Lord. I want to stay here so that I can see the way you see. I can hear the way you hear. I can love the way that you love because I'm here with you and you're here with me. And you begin to burn, you cry out for that oneness with the Lord. And boy, does he satisfy beyond anything you could ever imagine. That's when he, that's that's where his full-grown sons and daughters live in that intimate place, in that secret place of the Most High God. Those, this is a three-part prayer. Draw me, then wait. We wrote on after you, then wait. King, bring me into your chambers. And I guarantee you, he will give you what's beyond words. He will give you what's beyond what you would call a miracle. He will give you himself completely. He will fill you with his all in all. And as he fills you with his all in all, he changes you from glory to glory. And you will never be the same because you've experienced the depth. You, you begin to experience the depth, the height, the width, and the length of who love is. And love is a person. God does not do love. God is love. He doesn't do love. The only thing he, the only thing he can do is love because he is love. God doesn't do love like human beings. We try to love. And then sometimes we don't love. God can never not love because he is love. And that's what you begin to experience. You begin to experience the existence of what love is. True love. God is love. And love what never fails. And the more you allow the Lord to love you, the more that you allow the Lord to love you. Do you hear what I said? Because most of the time we're trying to love the Lord, but you can't love the Lord until you let him love you. We love him because he what first loved us. Many in the church are trying to love God so much and trying to get God to love them instead of experiencing that love. How many, how much time do we spend just waiting on the Lord to experience his love? Lord, I need to know your love today. I need to dwell in your love. You are love. How many times are we seeking him for answers and, and, and power, authority? What do you want here? What do you want here? I'm not saying we can't ask for the, for the Lord for those things, but we forget that he's a person, he's spirit, but he's a spirit person to be desired. One that we can fellowship with, one that we can know, one that, one that we can see and touch in the spirit and become one within the spirit. And that's what his full grown sons and daughters, they're one with him in the spirit. And now he can trust them with the keys to the kingdom. He can trust them with his authority and power and dominion because they are motivated and filled only by that love. Their burning love for him, his burning love for them burning so that everything they do and everything they say and everything they speak comes out of that love abiding relationship where we're dwelling in love and love is dwelling in us. So I encourage you, take 30 minutes and start with Song of Solomon 1 through 3. And pray, let him kiss me with the kisses of your lips. For, for your love is better than wine. And your name is like a sweet anointment, a sweet cologne. I love everything about you, Lord. I love everything about you. When I look at you, I love and I want to be with you. So draw me. That's what love sick's all about. Draw me. Draw me. 
I was lovesick for Donna and I drove an hour every day, stayed with her for six, seven hours, watched her work, help her close. We sat out in the car and talked for three hours till three o'clock in the morning. Sometimes I went back to school, missed a lot of classes. She, she went back to, to her school and, but we were becoming, we were falling in love more and more. And the more in love we were, the more I wanted to be with her. And that's exactly the heart of God. The more you fall in love with, the more you want to be with him. Because he's already in love with you. He's just waiting for you to respond to him in love. Many Christians love God, but not many are in love with him. I hope you'll be the ones that are in love with him. If nothing else from this broadcast, from this podcast tonight, it's about falling in love with Jesus. And how do you do it? I just shared with you. You've got to seek him. Remember, Proverbs 8, 17, write it for your notes. I love them that love me. This is the Lord saying it. I love them that love me. See, there's a special place for those that love them. I love them that love me. And those who seek me early and diligently out of that love, they are the ones that find him. And then he gives a blessing to those that are in love with him. He says, and to those that, to those that I love, the ones that love him, that are in love with him, he goes, I cause them. See, God causes you to inherit true riches of his kingdom, of his life, of his person, of his presence, of his all in all. And then he fills your treasuries with his, with, he fills your, he fills your treasuries with his substance. He fills you and then he surrounds you. This is a moment in time to know the Lord like this. Don't miss it. Father, I thank you for this broadcast tonight, Lord, and for those who are able to come on. Lord, I just pray, where are your lovesick ones? Let your lovesick ones find this broadcast and those that are watching it, Lord, we are lovesick for you, Lord. And we don't want it to stop. Increase it, Lord. Increase our lovesickness for you, Lord. Increase our capacity to love you, Lord. We wanna love you beyond our human reason. And tonight we pray that prayer of the Shulamite bride, draw us, Lord, draw us, Lord. And Lord, we will run after you. The, our body, soul, and spirit, the totality of our being, we will run after you. And we pray tonight, O King, bring us into your chambers to be one with us completely and us to be one with you completely. Father, I pray such a supernatural release, such a supernatural impartation, a strengthening to my brothers and sisters watching this broadcast, that there would be a release of this very word. This word would become our flesh. It would become our life experience tonight, Lord, that there would be an activation, a stirring up of that hunger and thirsting after you, Lord, that tonight there would be a fire of new passion being released, a passion to pursue you, a passion to find you, a passion to know you, a passion to see with you above everything else, Lord, that you would truly be our first love and we would seek first your kingdom, God. May it stir up in all those that are watching this broadcast and all that you're sending it to, Lord. Now to you, Lord, you can do exceedingly above all that we ask or think. To you, Lord, be all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Well, I went quite over for this podcast, but that's all right. It is what it is, right? Thank you for watching. So good to see you all. I'll be coming on spontaneously as the Lord leads. Please check out Psalm this Henry Falcon, would you? Check out those new songs. I think you'd be blessed. And let me know what you think. If, if God touches you with it, send me a send, send me a write me a comment, send me a text. I'd like to know what the Lord does with you as you're watching them or listening to them. Amen. Praise God. If we can serve you anyway, please just message me, send me an email. We are here for you. If we can pray for you, serve you in any way, it'd be an honor for us to be able to do that for you. And to those of you praying for us, thank you. Please pray for Donna. And I, 
and pray for my daughter. She's going to go in for uh, surgery tomorrow. So please keep her in your prayers. Those of you that are watching, that would be a blessing. And um, please keep her in prayer. And and uh, and and my uh, my in, my my son and my son-in-law's parents uh, need prayer as well, and many others too. So please keep them in your prayers, and we'll be praying for you. And uh, thank you for those of you that are praying for us, and those of you that are being led to so financially. We so appreciate it. We sure need it. And we, your seeds have been such a blessing and on time to us. We just thank you and just pray that God would bless you a hundredfold for those, for those, for, for all your sowing and giving. Amen. Um, if anyone feels led that they want to by the Lord, just go to our website, www.flameoffire2007.org. There is a donation link. You don't have to give anything, but sometimes out of a meeting like this, God touches people that, that may want to sow and invest into the kingdom of God in our lives. So you can do that at our website. You know, uh, we have a, it's a direct PayPal account. So it's, uh, you can do that on there. Well, we love you. Amen. It's so good to see and hear you too. Amen. Katie, God bless you. Carolyn, Patricia, God bless you. Hope you're doing better. I'll read your, uh, your post after Lynn. Thank you for watching tonight, Katie and everybody. You sisters have been such a great blessing. Please share this with others. And please, if you can get subscribe to our YouTube channels. Okay, if you haven't subscribed yet, please sign up and subscribe and share those music videos and these teachings with those that are hungry for the Lord. Amen. Well, we love you, everybody. Have a great night. We'll see you again soon. Bye-bye.